time to get on the blunderbuss, where we go on a journey into leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, the blunderbuss, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their greatest leadership disasters. On the blunderbuss, we think it's possible to learn more from your moments of failure than your moments of success, if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. So today, the Blunder Bus has travelled all the way to Padstow, and we're speaking to Grant Heslop, Associate Pastor of Padstow Baptist Community Church and Manager of Community Care. G'day, Grant. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm good. Welcome onto the Blunder Bus. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. So, Grant, is there a, have, you, have you ever done anything wrong in ministry? Wow. Um, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in, in ministry, would you say? Um, well, in, in a paid role, um, just on 10 years, but, but really been involved as a, a very, uh, significant volunteer, I guess, for about 25 years. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. That's, so, that's plenty of time to get a few things. Uh, um, plenty of blunders. <laughs> is there, is there one that comes to mind in particular? Yeah. I think, um, as I thought through the many blunders that I've, I've done over time, one, one stood out. I guess more than others, and that was relating to how, um, yeah, I just missed the contribution of team members. And often, when you're the upfront leader, you're you're always looking at the bigger picture and the upward upfront presentation of what you're doing. And I I just often would forget about all of the different things that people were doing um, and the things that I was forgetting that other people were were picking up on and doing on my behalf that I wasn't aware of and valuing uh, in the team so at one level you know i guess you were aware of those sorts of things but there was some part of that that you just weren't noticing yeah well i think procrastination is a dangerous thing in uh, church leadership and i think that um, i would often go to uh, team meetings and talk about what we were going to do and what what i'd do and not do it Um, But then I wasn't always aware that others had actually picked up those responsibilities so along the way. This is something about follow through. And yeah, being a person of your word. And right. so these people in the team, beautiful servant-hearted people who kept picking up um, uh, these extra things, but I, I wasn't aware of it. And, and, and yeah, I was throwing them under the bus in some ways in that I wasn't respecting them, I wasn't valuing them, and they were doing all of those little things that I'd said I would do. Yeah, right. Chris, Grant, you don't strike me as a disorganised kind of person, so it's not quite about disorganisation. It's something more about, yeah, following through, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think being a person of your word, that okay. if you put your name to something, that yes. you're going to do it. But I also think, secondly, it was... I think, uh, yes, I'm an organised person, but I, I think sometimes people who work in, um, as these people are in, in, in our team at Padstow, volunteers yes. in significant roles yes. in the community, uh, they, they have a better eye for detail. And so what I would think would be a well-organised um, event or program or an upcoming um, activity, uh, they were seeing all the holes in it and, and would patch those holes with their skills. But um, I was certainly not respecting and honouring them and valuing them in, in what they were contributing to the team. And they were often, often picking up the pieces that I was um, dropping yeah. as we were journeying along. So if you flip that and you, you know, imagine what it must have been like to work with that, I imagine from their point of view that could have been fairly frustrating 
to see that happening, I gather, numbers of times. Yeah, and I think, look, again, beautiful servant-hearted people don't tend to say the issues, but for me, um, it all came crashing home while I was at a a residential for a a leadership training organisation, ARA, and um, I felt God really convict me and just say, you've been throwing people under the bus who are serving you and you've not even valued them and encouraged them, and yet they've been doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt really convicted, and actually after one of the sessions, walked outside and rang one particular person and said sorry. Now, wow. they they were that receptive to my apology because they thought it was no big deal, but um, I, I really felt a sense of conviction in that moment that I, I'd really dishonoured these people. I hadn't valued the role that they had been playing in our team environment. That's quite profound. I mean, yeah. for you... You've, you've placed that in quite a, uh, a spiritual context and, and almost in the sense of a, a, a word of revelation to you, a, a kind of an, a, a fairly deep awareness about a, a character issue. Yeah, yeah. And look, uh, integrity is a word I use a lot and, and value in our team environment, but I didn't realise that I had some flaws in my own integrity. I wasn't being a person of, of my word. Mm-hmm. And um, um, we were reading a book at the time called Integrity, um, and uh, uh, by Henry Cloud. Henry Cloud, and and one of the things he talked about was the wake that you leave, mm. um, using a boat example uh, that leaves a, a, a wave out the back of it. And he was saying you can leave a a wake that is helpful for others, or you can leave a wake that is damaging. And I, I just wasn't realizing I was leaving a wake that I, that was actually causing damage to other people. And um, yeah, I wanted to to begin to make that right. I guess so. That's that's what I'm trying to do better. Have I mastered it? No, <laughs> but I'm certainly a lot more aware of it yeah, now, really. uh, given what God revealed, but also um, as I lead teams and work with, with groups of people to be able to value and be a person of my word so that when they look at me, they go, well, if Grant said he's going to do that, we know he will do it. Yes. So I'm getting better at that. Yeah, yeah. That, that book, Henry Clown's book, is interesting, isn't it? Because he talks about integrity. And he says we often define it as, you know, being able to use money, being able to tell the truth, handling our sexuality. Mm. And it can't be less than that. But he includes a whole bunch of things into this category of integrity that sometimes yeah. we wouldn't. And, you know, you're using an example here, um, you know, uh, of, the, of the way you acted with your team, which becomes a matter of character and a matter of integrity. And, and also to the value. I think the integrity and value are interrelated some way as well the the reason why you act with integrity as a leader is because you value the team that you lead and so I think for me as I've sought to become a a man of integrity in a greater measure I think the value of how I see people has it elevated as well so Mm. to be able to be an encourager and a supporter and and knowing that if I've said I'm going to do something I value them enough to follow through right um, so that's something i'm learning and hopefully getting better at and you know you imagine for someone who's most likely to be a volunteer because that's the world in which we work having an experience where yeah their efforts are um you know recognized not just with a thank you but they clearly see they're making a contribution that's making the thing better uh you know the senior leader is including them and you know affirming them and so on that's got to be a better experience all around yeah and look you know these people uh, are very competent people, aren't they? they? They're in roles in society that, um, you know, are very important. And so I, I feel like in the church we should have the same level of, of integrity and, and, and honour of people, and particularly as they're volunteers. We mm. we want to, you know, and it's, there's a, a very strong biblical 
um, understanding there of valuing the very different parts of the body. And so um, my part isn't more more significant than someone else's. Um, so being able to honour each person and and show value to them and, and being a person of your word is one aspect of that in expression of value. Um, do you feel as though this has enabled you to lead teams better? Have your teams worked more effectively because of this? Oh, look, obviously they would always be the ones who would vouch for that, but um, most of those people are still part of our team and or teams at, at Padstow and in our community services. And I think people, I think the way I lead, um, I feel like the the elevation of integrity and value um, I think those people feel like they are important parts of our our mission at Padstow and I think they are playing a role. I think that they feel like they've got something to contribute and, and I hope that that's because the leadership that I express, our, our other leaders, is is to value people and to be people of our word and it's such a simple thing in some ways but I, I think it's got a profound uh, effect when you're leading teams to be a person of your word, mm. but also to value people um, in what they bring, yeah. and um, and organisationally too, being able to be better at that, so that the little things don't get left out, mm. and and you know these people aren't always sweeping up behind me. If you were going to make I don't know a, a recommendation to other leaders, maybe younger leaders around this sort of area, what would you be encouraging them? What would you recommend? What's your word? I I think being vulnerable is really helpful. Don't be afraid to ask people, hey, you know, is there anything I'm missing in my leadership? Um, Are you noticing anything that I'm doing where I've got blind spots? You know, we talk about blind spots in a car as we drive. They're parts of... Uh, around the car where we can't see and they often can be dangerous places where motorbikes or bikes can sit. So I think in our leadership to um, ask questions of people. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable and say, hey, am I missing anything here? Because I really give people permission to speak into your leadership and 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 not take it as, as criticism, yes. but actually helpful advice so that you can become more aware. It doesn't mean that you've got to be perfect at everything. But you become more aware of where you're weak so that there can be other people who maybe have strengths in those areas who can begin to complement you as a leader and become more effective as a team as a whole. So give permission to others to speak into your into your life and, and help you notice uh, your challenges. Thanks, Grant. No problem. We want to thank Grant for sharing about one of his leadership mistakes and what he's learned at the St. Michael's Institute. We want to encourage people to take more risks for the kingdom of God and have a crack at innovative ministries, which means sometimes we're going to get things wrong. We'd love it if you would subscribe to and rate The Blunderbuss. It actually helps more people know about this podcast. And go to our website at www.stmichaels.institute and read the blog post about today's episode. Thanks, and we'll see you next time on The Blunderbuss. Blunderbuss.